If your feet are cold, put on a hat. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. In a very real, tangible, evolutionary way, we humans are a tropical species. Our genetic code speaks to this clearly, as Africa has the greatest diversity of human genes, a marker of a species' origin. So while you might feel most at home sitting on a bucket on a frozen lake, pulling togue barehanded through a hole in the ice, your ancestors evolved basking in the hot sun and stifling humidity of tropical Africa. As we slide ever closer to winter, how do we not freeze to death? Today, let's take a little dive into keeping warm. In short, to keep warm, you must prevent the loss of precious, life-sustaining heat. For us humans, we like an average internal temperature of 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. As environmental temperatures go above or below our limited comfort range, our body stokes up our metabolic furnace to keep warm or begins sweating to encourage evaporative heat loss to keep cool. Pushed outside of what our body can keep up with risks severe cold or heat-related injuries, so when conditions get severe, we must rely on our creative brains to help us survive. We put on warm layers, invent heaters to stay warm, and we go swimming or grab an icy drink to stay cool. It is this kind of creative problem solving that has allowed our tropical species to spread around the world. As with so many problems in life, I like to look to the woods for inspiration on how to keep warm. Few creatures in our main woods outpace moose in their ability to keep warm. While our tropical bodies start ramping up our metabolism to generate more heat when temperatures get into the 60s, a moose's metabolism doesn't flinch until it reaches negative 31 degrees Fahrenheit. Moose do a variety of things internally that keep them warm that we can't. For one, they are massive. The main state record for a harvested moose is currently 1,330 pounds. Greater mass means that there is more energy stored in the body, and it takes longer to cool. While some of us are bigger and others smaller, none of us are bull moose big. Another thing moose have going for them is the fact that they are ungulates with multiple stomachs that digest their food through fermentation. This fermentation can generate a lot of heat. So we aren't huge and our guts don't ferment like that, but what we can copy from our moose neighbors is how they dress. Moose have a double coat of fur, a layer of stiff guard hairs over a soft, fluffy layer of downy fur. That soft, downy fur is superb at insulating against heat loss because it traps a network of air close to the skin. For the downy fur to work properly, it must stay dry and out of the wind. The guard hairs of a moose are rigid and lie down in one direction. This forms a barrier which sheds water and snow and is dense enough to block wind. On one winter morning, when I was living in Wyoming, I awoke to a strange snoring coming from outside my cabin wall. When I looked outside, I found a moose leaning against the cabin, asleep, covered in a perfect dusting of pristine snowflakes. Thanks to this combination of weather-blocking guard hairs and insulative downy fur, it wasn't even releasing enough of its heat to melt those fragile snowflakes. So this weekend, as winter continues to spread its icy fingers across our landscape and the world around you seems even more disparate from the tropical homelands of your ancestors, you can think, or at least dress, like a moose. Wear as much warm, fluffy stuff as you can and do your best to keep it dry. 
I like my base layers to be wool beneath a hooded down jacket, all covered by some light rain gear. For added warmth, I throw on a nice knit wool hat and mittens with some oiled leather mitten covers to keep them dry. Why head to the tropics when you can create a microcosm of tropical warmth around you as you trudge across snowy fields and icy lakes? You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 